This is Wicked Thoughts. I'm Flair Castro. Hi everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Wicked Thoughts podcast. For today's episode, we're going to talk about the five pitfalls of being a pioneer. Now, speaking of being a pioneer, today is a new day. I'm saying that because the Philippines is now a pioneer in requiring face shields. Imagine that. So, everyone, if you are venturing out into the public spaces like malls or supermarkets, it is now required that every Filipino wears a face shield in public So before, it was just those who are riding public vehicles or going to, um, or generally just riding public vehicles. But right now, it's required by the IATF to wear one. Now, this is not mandated by the World Health Organization, but then here we are. You know, um, they say it's not effective, but of course, we're being used to presented with band-aid solutions. So anyway... When I first heard the word pioneer, I think, of course, um, I've heard it before, but my first encounter with the word pioneer is really on one of David's homeschooling book, where um, there were stories of people riding in caravans. Remember that this is an American homeschooling curriculum that we have. So in that book, there were people riding in caravans, venturing west in order to find a place to settle. And in those stories... You can really see the disadvantages of being a pioneer, venturing out into what seems to be a new place or a new adventure. There are benefits, but there are also disadvantages. Now, I decided for this to be our next episode because recently I put out an email blast to our friends in the email list that we have for 30 Media. And because we are celebrating our 10th year anniversary this year, 2020, um, I put out a topic about how we started and where we are right now and what my vision is for our small agency. And I've received a lot of replies and it really warms my heart that people are aware or people are... Um, acknowledging how hard it is to run a business that's essentially 10 years old. And I'm glad to have their, um, what do you call that, like recognition or just congratulations on getting this far or having this milestone for the organization. Now, one of the emails that I actually received, someone that I highly admire, a fellow woman in the industry, and she's very much a woman of power and she said um, congratulations on being one of the pioneers of digital marketing in Cebu and I appreciate what he, she said and that's why I decided this could be our next episode about being a pioneer so in line with the 10th anniversary for 30 Media I decided 7th will be all about um, the pitfalls or the disadvantages of being a pioneer in this field And perhaps next episode, I'm going to be talking about the advantages of being one. The ninth would be lessons learned from being a freelancer to an agency. And then the tenth episode will, of course, acknowledge the milestones of our 10-year-old social media agency, 30 Media. 
But anyway, let's begin. Let's talk about the pitfalls of being a pioneer. Now, if you are a startup founder or generally in the startup industry, you might be familiar of the innovation adoption life cycle. So it shows you a graph about the number of people in the life cycle. So on the far left quarter, 2.5% of the graph would show you the number of innovators. And then after innovators, you have 13.5% who are early adopters. 34% will be early majority, 34% will be the late majority, and then 16% will be the laggards. Now, this, this life cycle is what you should expect, especially when you are venturing out in developing a new software, um, a new service, or generally anything that you invented that not everyone else is familiar about. And most startups, founders would try to target the early adopters why because the early adopters are very much enthusiastic they have high tolerance for risk maybe both financial and social and most of all your early adopters would provide the initial cash flow would provide you with important feedback about your product or your service and they could help establish social proof right but this might be in the startup ecosystem. You're familiar with this life cycle. But I believe that this can also be applied not just for products but also for services. So being a part of the early adopters or I would say um, innovators in the realm of social media. How we started was that I started as a, as a freelancer, you know. So I offered my services to those uh, the international clients mostly because I got my first initial clients on Odesk which is now Upwork and um, being an innovator in this space or I won't say innovator because I'm not definitely not the first but an early adopter because I would consider myself as one who brought social media marketing in Cebu. So not everyone knew about social media marketing. But since um, everyone in ODES was offering um, SEO services, they were offering search engine optimization services, I realized that not a lot of us were offering social media services. So I decided to niche into that and to focus my services into offering social media management, which of which I am an early adopter. Now, I have been offering this service since 2008 up until, let's say, 2010. So for two years, I've been offering that kind of service package to mostly international clients. And by 2010, I said, um, you know, international clients have been... Um, have been enjoying this kind of service. Now, why not bring it to the local market here in the Philippines so that they can um, receive the benefits of doing digital marketing or social media? And that's what motivated me. You know, I want the local businesses to also see the value of social media, to be able to implement their campaigns on social media and see the benefits that align to their business objectives. So this was my main trigger or motivation into creating 30 media or generally just registering it as a local business but then as an early adopter or as a pioneer one of the pioneers of social media here in Cebu I realized that there are 
definitely pitfalls of being a pioneer. So that's what I'm going to share right now. Um, the five pitfalls of being a pioneer. So number one, the cost of being an early adopter is high. Okay, the cost of being a pioneer is high. And why is this? Because if you are offering a service that's not being offered by everyone yet, you will spend a huge amount of your time educating and convincing your prospects of your value. And I have spent a lot of time in this, I would say, because I have offered a lot of my time in going to conferences, in being a speaker, in doing um, sessions or webinars um, about social media. And I'm doing it for free. And all because I wanted the business owners, the MSMEs, to appreciate the value of digital marketing or uh, doing social media for your, their businesses. So, you imagine the time that you spend preparing um, your material, actually showing up at these conferences, delivering your talk, and generally just educating them about what you're doing. Because, of course, everyone is used to... Uh, used to do spending um spending an amount in newspapers or radio ads and all the other uh platforms where they can promote their products and services but not everyone is spending an investment not everyone is investing in digital marketing or social media so i had to be there and convince them that there is actually value in social media marketing and this means that there's opportunity costs on my end because i have to spend time in doing all of this now that's the first pitfall of being a pioneer you have to spend a lot of your time educating and convincing your prospects so there is a cost to being an early adopter now second is that it may not always guarantee an advantage being a pioneer does not guarantee an advantage now they always say that you have to be first in something so first to offer this product first to offer this service they say that you have an advantage well of course that's true um which is why i will be talking about that in the next episode but right now let's say that being first is not always a guarantee why because late entrants and competitors will make use of this ready market that you are building on imagine that so you built a lot of the market getting them to be ready for your products and services you went out there educating them showing up and doing all these efforts in order to let them know about the value so those who are your competitors or the late entrants may not have to spend that much time educating customers because basically they're ready they've heard about you they've heard about your product they may not have tried it yet but they've definitely heard about it from your efforts from your um from your activities in trying to educate them so it's not always an advantage it's not a guarantee because those who uh might not be ready might uh, sign up for the late entrance and not to you right so don't consider it as an advantage if you are a first mover it is not a guarantee now third there is a personal cost in investing on a product or service now personally if you are running the business uh, for you there definitely is a personal cost because there's what we call an opportunity cost like like instead of um, educating this market you could have spent time 
um, you could have spent time just selling a more established product or service, right? Like, why don't you do that? People have been offering PR services, for example, but the question is, why are you spending so much time educating them on social media instead? And I believe the personal cost also goes for the users because I remember um, when Dave was still around, I think he was four years old, we have an app on his iPad. It's a cat app where you get to raise several cats right so these are like very cute characters inside an app Uh, you get to choose a cat and then you get to play with them like feed them um dress them up i guess like give them a name and now this app i remember we have a cat there named percy it was a white siamese cat and she's so very cute but then just a few months after the app is totally gone from the app store uh, we tried to install it, we tried to look for it, but we couldn't find the app anywhere. So imagine the personal investment, the emotional investment just to raise those cats and all the, those apps are gone. And in fact, this is one thing that I also mentioned um, to people here. I told them, you know what, um, the kids right now, they're very unlucky because part of their memories might not be available anymore when they grow up. Like when we were younger, we could remember our dakpanay or like our petintero. And it's, it's going to be always there. Those games are just going to be legacy games. But then think about the apps that they're playing when they're younger. I'm sure those won't be around anymore in like two, three, or five years from now. Right? So all their emotional investment is gone too. So anyway, they say that it's less about features and more about trust. That's why um, at 30 Media, one of the things that we highly value is trust. We want our customers to be able to trust us, to know that we will still be here in the future and and for years to come because we want them um, to know that we are the trusted name in this industry. But that, of course, is a pitfall of being a pioneer. Um, the personal cost in investing in your product or your service. So the fourth one, okay, the fourth one, fourth pitfall is that your products and services might be copied. I mean, this is nothing new, right? Whenever we are venturing in um, markets or when we are building products or service, if people see that you are successful in your venture, you will tend to be copied. And what did they say about that? Like it's the biggest flattery when people copy you. Well, we have to be aware that if you are doing something successful, people will eventually copy it. And this is quite true for me because there are several competitors who have tried to copy what we're doing. Of course, um, even right now, some agencies or some businesses are starting up their own social media departments or they call it their digital marketing branch. And we're not really threatened by this because we have the experience in the industry and we have the trust of our customers and we highly value the referrals that they're giving us. But of course, this this does not mean that what we're offering will not be copied. Um, And... uh, Well, you know, they say it's flattery, but for me, it's just another way for competitors to get ahead of you um, because, you know, they know that it's working for you. So why wouldn't it work for them? I remember um, having a close, you know, like a close friend in the community. Uh, They know that we are offering this kind of service and eventually he was working with a competitor and was 
being a consultant with them and told them, okay, this is what Thirty Media is doing. Um, they're offering this kind of service. This is how we do it. And we ended up being copied, which is something that I ranted about, um, I think, last year, right? And even my mentor told me to um, be cautious about this. Like, um, whatever you're saying about your competitors, just let them be because um, businesses will always end up working with those that they like. No, so you have to be likable in order for you to get ahead in business. But for me, I've always been very vocal about my ideas and my concerns, especially if it affects a lot of people. Like it's parasabayan advocacy, and I'm very much vocal. So I understand if people would not like my own idea and then relate it to working with me or not. But anyway, the point is, um, eventually, whatever you're doing, if it's working, it will be copied. So you have to get ready for that as a pioneer don't hold back in whatever you're trying to perform if it's something new that you're doing just expect that eventually there's someone out there who will try to copy what you are doing now to the last one which is the fifth pitfall in being a pioneer is that you will become the benchmark and the basis for price drop so, of course, on number four, we said that you will have competitors. They will eventually copy what you're doing. But for number five, yes, you will also become the benchmark and the basis whether they should drop their prices or not. So, for example, if you were offering um, social media management service for this much, um, they usually pitch to the same businesses and then they would say, okay, um, we're pretty much less expensive or more affordable than 30 media. Why don't you work with us? So that's usually the basis for the price up. Whatever we're offering, they offer it for a lesser price. But for us, I always say to um, those who ask, like, how did you survive in this industry? Did you even, you know, lower your prices for the local um, MSMEs? I would say, yes, our prices right now are quite competitive. I mean, it's not the same price. Uh, when we offer them to the international market because we know that the local market can only afford so much but we don't go that low you know so because we know the value of our products and services and we we price ourselves based on that kind of value it's not based on competitor price um, but it's pretty much competitive and that it is based on the value that we can offer and we know our strength as an agency we know our strength based on the number the you know the years that we've we've been working on projects and we've been working on different industries so we have uh we have that advantage of showing the businesses what our value is so anyway this becomes usually a basis for the price drop for competitors so which is a disadvantage for them too um, because you can't really compete just based on price. So if your business solely exists for being uh, as being a competitor for a certain brand, and then all you can say is that, hey, you should work with us because we're cheaper. Well, that doesn't really fare well because you won't last in this um, industry or maybe whatever industry you're in right now if you're just competing based on price. So you have to show your customers what your value is and not just based on your price okay so um 
as always our podcasts are just between 20 to 25 minutes and i want to really want to keep it short keep it digestible that's why um i'm gonna summarize right now right because we're, we're almost almost at our uh 25 30 minute mark um okay so as a summary these are the five pitfalls of being a pioneer so first it's the cost of being an early adopter the cost of being an early adopter is high second it might not always guarantee as an advantage being a pioneer does not guarantee an advantage third there is a personal cost investing on a product or service the fourth pitfall is that your products and services can be copied so prepare for this. And the fifth is you become a benchmark and basis for price drop. Alright, so those are the pitfalls of being a pioneer. So of course, we will match that up on our next episode on be on um, the advantages of being a pioneer or the advantages of being a first mover. So um, hopefully, you'll be able to compare whether the this the advantages would outweigh the disadvantage of being a pioneer in your industry or being an innovator like you know if it's in your blood and being an innovator that's really quite fun and i'm sure those who love high risk investments would agree with me on being a, a first mover but we have to be aware of the advantages and disadvantages of such right so hope to see you again on our next episode. Thank you, everyone. So that was our episode for the week. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Facebook at Third Team Media or on flarecastro.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Third Team Media or Flair Castro. For more fun news and discussion, you can check out our site at thirdteam.org. Bye for now, I'm Flair Castro, and thanks for listening to Wicked Thoughts.